What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy, the podcast where we dive into significant moments in our guests' lives and the jewelry that carry them through it. Each week, we'll be chatting to a different face and voice, some that you might recognize, some that might be new to you. They'll also be curating their own shoppable Daisy edit, which you'll be able to get your hands on with an exclusive discount, which is revealed at the end of each episode, so stay tuned. Now, let's see whose jewelry collection we're diving into next. Hello, and welcome to our first ever podcast and today I'm joined by creative director, podcaster yourself, entrepreneur, business owner, Miss Estee Lalonde and actually one of the women with probably the biggest jewelry collections ever. Ever, potentially ever, yeah. That's me. How are you? I am so good. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to have you here. I was thinking, I the first podcast I was ever on, actually the only podcast I've ever been on, was yours. I know. And now you're my first ever guest. I'm excited to be the first guest. I'm honored. It's I'm really honored. nice to have you here. I love podcasts. Right? I can't stop listening to them and they're just fun to do as well. So I love podcasts. Good. Well, it's so nice to have you here. I was thinking back to when we first met and I remember we were in Hatton Garden and in the offices there and you walked in and l- literally the sun started beaming through. Oh, stop. Beaming through the windows. And honestly, it was like, ah, she'd arrived. And I'd never met you before. I didn't know what to expect. And the sun just filled the room and it's just been so nice. And I have to say, you've captured that energy ever since. Oh my gosh. If this is going to be like 45 minutes of this, just I'm going to lean back and absorb it. Bathe in it. And I remember actually what you were wearing, because I always do this, and I think you do this now, is whenever I see anyone, I look at what jewelry they're wearing. Okay. And you walked in and you were wearing the foundry yeah. necklace, which perhaps we might talk about. So I've actually asked you to bring in some of your most significant piece of jewelry, which we're going to run through later. And I have also asked you, I'm going to get you to create an edit of your favorite Daisy pieces so that at the end of this first podcast, listeners can get 20% off that. And we're going to reveal the code at the end of the episode. So nice. stay tuned. For those of you that don't know, we have known each other for a while. Yes. 2018, we have created four collections together. It's wild. Four. Over how many years? That's what I was trying to figure out. Well, 2018 is when we started. Okay. And I think it was like beginning of 2018, like March, February, March time. Okay. Do you want to tell the story of how it all happened? I feel like, you know, when people, they're like crime scenes and like witnesses start to forget details. I feel like that's going to happen to me. I'm going to start forgetting the details. And I don't know if the story is going to be accurate every time I tell it. It's going to evolve. (laughs) But from my recollection today, 
I always wanted to do a jewelry collection. I thought it was a really cool way to express yourself. I've always been a lover of jewelry. And I thought about like doing my own jewelry thing, but I was like, there's no way I could ever do that. Like there's so much that goes into creating a piece of jewelry. And we had a relationship already, we being me and Daisy, because you sent me a bracelet. It's actually really funny because, <laughs> well, you can tell the story. So we asked Estee, Estee, we love you. We'd love to send you out of the blue pieces of jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Estee went for the most expensive piece. It was the diamond collection that we launched, which is a limited edition. <laughs> so it was so funny. But obviously, you had to have it. I know. They were like, do you want to choose a piece? And I was going through the website. I was like, you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> and so I chose this beautiful, like, diamond chakra bracelet. Anyway, and then when I started thinking I want to do a jewelry collection or something like that, the first people I thought of was Daisy. So I was chatting with Sophie, my assistant at the time, who is no longer my assistant, <laughs> but still love her very much. And she was like, well, what about reaching out to Daisy? And I thought, oh, like, maybe they don't want to do that. That's weird for me to just email a brand and be like, hey, do you want to do a jewelry collaboration with me. It was, it's quite presumptuous, but you know, I have to practice what I preach. Sure. I always talk about that. You don't ask, you don't get. Mm -hmm. So we sat down and sent an email basically saying, what would you think? Would you want to collaborate? I honestly didn't think much of it. I didn't think it would turn into what it is now. Mm -hmm. And then you got the email. Right. And weirdly, so we got the email and the day before, which must have been when you and Sophie were conjuring up the plan to send the email, we had been in a meeting and had said, we want to do a jewelry collection with Estée Lalonde. It was just so weird. On the same day, we were talking about it. And so when we got that email, it was like, yes. And I love that. And I think the fact that it is so real for all of us is why it's done so well. Yeah, it wasn't like a plan concocted by like agents and boardrooms yeah. and like, you know, it really was authentic. But I just find that so strange that you wanted to do one with me because you had really only sent me one bracelet and I did a blog post on it. I remember mm -hmm. I did a blog post on it. I like, took pictures of it. I mean, I cringe to think of those photos now. <laughs> Luckily deleted from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've mentioned your blog because you don't write your blog anymore. No. Tell I, me. I have a blog. Right. But it's more of like, it's like the last thing on my to-do list, honestly. But I do still love it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like where my roots are. But it's it's time. It's such a time mm -hmm. sucker. And I don't think people are really reading like long-form content anymore. So mm -hmm. I don't put as much time into it. And it's a different blog mm. than the one I kind of became well-known for. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Obviously, you're not from the UK or Canadian. No. Could just t tell me a little bit the about, spiel. Yeah. I'm not from the UK. I'm Canadian. I was born in Canada and I moved to the UK when I was 19. And I discovered blogging mostly as a way to make friends. And I was really homesick at the time. And I discovered this world of beauty and fashion and lifestyle stuff, which it wasn't called lifestyle mm -hmm. back then. It was just there was no word for it. <laughs> um, and I thought it was super cool that all of these girls were meeting through their blogs and they were mm. becoming friends and going to events. And because I was so homesick, I was calling my mom all the time and she always said, why don't you just join a Canadian group in London? And I was like, ew, David. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's so weird. So... I found blogging and that was kind of like a way for me to make friends. And I did make friends with that and I, you know, established my career as well. Mm. So it was a win-win. But it's funny because I had 
really no interest in beauty. I didn't have an interest in beauty or fashion or anything like that until I discovered blogs. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh, I want to be a part of this. So I started blogging. I would do, I think, a blog post every day. Really? Which is, when I think back to it, that was a hustle. Yeah. That is taking the photos, writing the blog post, thinking of the idea, yeah. promoting it. Those really were a lot of learning years for me. Mm -hmm. And here we are. And here we are. Then I started making YouTube videos all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. What, it was recently that you shared, like, was it 10 years? Yeah. Is it 10 years? That was like two years ago now. No. Or maybe a year ago. I and don't know. created this amazing video and I, I was welling up <laughs> because you have only been in my life since 2018, a little bit before, obviously, when we gifted you. But it's so nice to see your journey yeah, and uh, look back at who you were. I feel like I talk about it so much that I haven't even personally processed it <laughs> because it is a lot. Like mm. if I, I don't know, maybe when I have like a couple months off one day, I'll realize really what happened there. But, you know, I moved here. I knew no one. Mm. I, I have come so far. And I was thinking actually this morning in the shower, weirdly enough, that I really put myself out of my comfort zone mm. a lot. Those mm. first, I'd say, five years that I moved here, I was out of my comfort zone almost every day. It mm. was so intense, like literally doing things that I was terrified of mm. because, you know, I have anxiety, I have social anxiety, mm. I am depressed all the time, I'm stressed. Stressed but well-dressed, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. Did you just come up with that? I'm sure someone said it before. <laughs> But, you know, it was a huge expansion time for me. And so when I do think back to it, it's pretty incredible. And this, I feel the same about the jewelry collection, too. It's like it started with this little idea that I don't think any of us thought was going to turn into such a beautiful relationship. Yeah. But it has. And yeah. it's pretty amazing. Well, you never do, do you? And thinking about what was your first job that you got? Can you remember the first job that you thought, people want to pay me to to do this? Well, I don't remember the first paid job, but I remember the first time I was sent a product. Mm -hmm. That was so big for me. Now I'm like, please stop <laughs> sending me products. But it was the Liz Earl yeah. cleansing, whatever, I can't even remember, hot cloth cleanser. Yes. Oh my God, I would daydream Iconic. about washing my face with that stuff. And like, <laughs> it was expensive at the time. It was like 15 pounds, which, you know, now it, it doesn't seem like that much to me. But at the time, I was a student. I just moved to a new... I had no money mm. to buy, spend 15 pounds on a freaking cleanser. Yeah. It was not happening. So when they gifted it to me with the cloth, oh my God, it was literally like I felt so good about my life. With the cloth. With the cloth. <laughs> the iconic cloth. And I'd never washed my face before like that. Mm. You know, I was like a teenager. I didn't double cleanse and like... I just like wash my face quickly like you know what I mean so this was like felt so purposeful and I yeah. thought yes I've learned all of my skincare routines from you so thank well, you well I'm not a professional <laughs> yeah but that's why we love you and okay. I think that's why you asked like why we got in touch with why why did we want to do it with you but you have always spoken so openly about who you are you've always been I know you suffer with anxiety and social anxiety oh. but you talk about it and you're so honest about it and what you see is what you get with you this is true but yeah some people don't see the ugly side like it's all well and good to like talk about it and joke about sure. it and tell but it mm -hmm. is pretty annoying mm. to have it in your life mm. like 
you've seen me at high stress points mm. and it's when I you know my dog has anxiety mm. and the behaviorist said like t they gave me the sink analogy so imagine running the water in your sink and putting the plug hole in mm -hmm. there's only so much water that can fit in that sink and that water represents stress so when her sink is overflowing she can't function she's not being herself and that's exactly what happens to me and i think a lot of people it's just like my sink is overflowing mm. and i'm not myself because i can't process my feelings mm. it's actually really annoying and it takes a lot to like create balance mm. if we even can ever be balanced and you know it's it's a daily stress mm. but how did we get on this subject? We're talking about jewelry. I know, but I was gonna no, I'm gonna come back to the jewelry because when we first started talking about the collection and we were talking about what you wanted it to represent, each of the collections, so four now, they have represented something in your life, haven't yeah. they? Do you think that they've acted as part of a healing or yeah. manage, you know, managing? I think so. Maybe not as like a healing, but as like a marker yes. almost, because mm -hmm. the first collection was all about heirloom pieces. And I think during that time, I was really coming to terms with the fact that I moved away from my family and I live in the UK and I don't have my family here. And, you know, family is so important, but you can still have that connection when you live far away or things like that. So that was definitely that collection. And then you're right, all of the other jewelry collections that we did represented a particular time. And I think things that other people can relate to as well. It's not mm. specific to my journey, which I liked about it, like mm. the goddess collection. That was like post breakup. I was running wild. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst being a goddess. Exactly. Yeah. I, that's when I found my inner goddess. Mm. You know, it was like, I am okay. Yeah. And I actually feel pretty good. Yeah. So that was that collection. Yeah. You mentioned on another podcast with M. Roberts, which I listened oh, to. Oh, I love her. I know. She's oh my amazing. God. The Big Move podcast. Yes. So, and you mentioned, I think she asked you what has been your most proudest moment. And what did I say? The collection. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what did I say? I don't remember. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Why? Tell me why it is. I just think like from the outside as well, people who see these collections, like it's huge. Mm. This is, this is major. You know, if I take myself out of it, it's like I'm doing something with you, with Daisy that I would have dreamt of mm. as a kid and a teenager. I never would have, I, my face attached to these collections that I helped design and I believe in that is a dream come true project mm. right there and I love the team you mm. know all of the people in the team I love working with you it's easy we we kind of by now we get each other mm -hmm. do you agree mm -hmm. and um for better or for worse it's like a marriage <laughs> it's like a marriage a little ups and downs well, <laughs> <woo>. <laughs> we haven't had to do couples therapy yet, not not quite yet Maybe that's next collection. Although you did share your therapist with me. I literally shared my therapist with you. Yeah. Which she's amazing. She but is. yeah, I think it's just, it's such a powerful collaboration. Mm. And it's a collaboration in the true sense of mm. the word. I think we both know our strengths and have come together to create this mm. amazing thing. And it's been so fun. But now I'm like, what's next? We need to conjure up a plan. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> and this is how collections are born. I put pressure on. <laughs> no, just kidding. But we um, do need to discuss. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We're going to go into your significant pieces in a minute. It's just completely 
ignored the question. Oh, what's next? This is what I'm dealing with here, people. <laughs> We've got something coming up. We could talk about that. Okay. We could talk about that. Whatever. We're going to come on to your most significant pieces. But why do you think that jewelry acts as such an important piece to people? Why do you think jewelry is so important to people? Well, I have a lot to say on the subject. Mm -hmm. I went to go see Darren Brown. For mm -hmm. those of you who don't know, he's like an illusionist guy, magician, whatever you want to call him. Right. And he, stick with me, and <laughs> he told the audience to bring a piece that's meaningful to them. And when we got there, he said, okay, hands up if you brought a piece. Everybody brought a, brought a piece. And he said, okay, sit down if it's a piece of jewelry. And most of the audience sat down. Oh, really? Which I thought was really interesting because it is the most sentimental thing and it's a, an amazing piece. And a lot of people look to jewelry for that feeling, mm -hmm. you know? So I completely relate to that. I wear jewelry every day that means something to me. Mm -hmm. Often throughout the day, I like look down at my rings or my bracelet or I feel my necklace. And it's just, it's a little reminder, almost like a grounding tool for me. Mm. I think if it is sentimental, it reminds you of the person that mm. gave it to you. Or even if they didn't give it to you, like, you know, I get pieces of jewelry and it just reminds me of what I wanted it to mean. You know, like I bought myself an engagement ring. <laughs> yeah. We have to talk about that. That could be my first piece. I love the fact that you bought yourself an engagement ring. Iconic move from me. It was. Tell us about it. <laughs> well, Nobody's proposed to me. <laughs> I've been waiting a very long time in many relationships. It's just never worked out. And I was sick of it. And mm. I thought, do I want the ring or do I want the marriage? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and at the time, I wanted the ring. I didn't care about the relationship. <laughs> so I was like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to buy myself the engagement ring that I want. And in a way, it like really settled me down because I felt like, okay, like I can be that person for myself and you don't mm. necessarily need a partner mm. to, you know, have that sense of wholeness. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I was kind of struggling a bit with that. Mm -hmm. So I bought that. It's just a reminder of who I am and that, you know. That you did this as I well. I did this. I don't right? need somebody to give me a ring. I mean, I do. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I always say the, ne the next person to propose to me, I'm saying yes. <laughs> That's too broad. No, it's you not. It's even when I say this, nobody does it. <laughs> so what is wrong with me? But the ring does act, you know, this is a time that you could also afford to buy that for yourself as well. True, true. That's true. I, I was like, I spared no expense on the ring. It's from Kimai, if everyone, anyone's wondering. Gorgeous, it's a yeah. lab-grown diamond. It's, I love the brand, mm -hmm. and I love the, I love the ring. I get so many compliments on it. I actually think if someone ever proposes to me, that ring's not going to be as nice as this one. Mm -hmm. So then what do I do? Yeah, that's awkward. That is awkward. <laughs> well, I'm at the stage where I have to design my own engagement ring. Yes. Because, sorry, I have been proposed to. I mean, I'm happy for you. And I'm not going to lie, he, was, he didn't really get the words out. It was, it was all over the place. <laughs> but he, again, just talking about jewelry being so meaningful, even though this is, it's not an expensive ring, but the fact that he chose it. Exactly. He thought I'd like it. Actually, it's a funny story. He said he saw this ring and thought, this is going to be perfect. How much is that? Expecting, you know, hoping it would be yeah. a significant amount. And it was 72 pounds. Stop. <laughs> he was like, okay, I'll just get it. I'll get it. So he proposed this. And he also said, how am I, how am I going to choose a ring for you? I get that. Right? A bit of pressure, I suppose. But now the pressure's that. all on me. But I know what I want. I know what do I you? want. Yeah. What do you want? 
I want a big emerald. Ooh. Big emerald, and I want two kind of heart-shaped diamonds either side. So it would be Dan and then my two children. Amazing. Yeah. I think it's fun when the person gives you like a placeholder ring, and then you can design the ring you want. I mean, look, I'm a control freak. Right. So I love it. Maybe it works out better, I'm excited yeah. to see your emerald ring. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I really need to get going with that. But you're um, right. It's not about the cost. It is a, It is about the thought. And, you know, some of my favorite pieces of jewelry were not expensive. I mean, I'm looking at the jewelry I brought in. It's all very expensive. But Well, let's dive into <laughs> it. Let's dive into your pieces. So I asked her today to bring in her a few of her most significant pieces. And let's dive into them. Which one are we going to start with? Well, you mentioned what the first time I came into the Daisy office, I was wearing my foundry necklace. Mm. So I brought that with me. Weirdly enough, I don't wear this very much. And yeah, this is the necklace you were wearing when I saw you. Yeah. And you don't wear it. It's not weird that you don't wear it much anymore because you wear a lot All of I Daisy. wear is Daisy. This is the thing. I, I don't. This is the problem with me, my life right now. And did you buy this for yourself or was it a gift? I bought this for myself. Here, let's have a moment. Oh, it's heavy. I've always wanted to do this. (laughs) I bought it for myself. I bought this because, first of all, I'm a Leo, and it has a lion on the pendant, which represents strength. And I also have my mom's initial, and it's got some diamonds in there. It's stunning. I mean, these pieces are solid gold, and they're just... They're a special item, for sure. But yeah, I don't wear it that much because... I don't know it's like a bold piece and I don't know why I don't I wear it when I need a lot of strength usually if I'm wearing this I'm in the midst of a breakdown okay noted I know what so, to look out for or I'm like I want to be like empowered which is interesting that you were wearing that the first time we met for sure before our first meeting yeah. to talk about the jewelry I think I wore this for the meeting because I wanted you to know I'm serious about my jewelry sure like I I spent chose to spend my money mm-hmm. on this necklace mm. when some people might spend it on like a car right do you know what I mean it's so nice yeah because we can talk about jewelry you know people that bought us jewelry and how pieces are significant but what you choose to put on that day mm. is so powerful as well how it makes us feel we say it's like armor mm. and it, it totally is this for sure is like a, a shield for me and it's called a shield so and we took a lot of that energy into the first collection we had we some did. shields we had that sunlight yeah we did and then also the first collection was inspired by this necklace which was given to me by my mom which everybody's seen by now which I don't wear anymore because I don't want to break it but again this probably wasn't very expensive you know it's like a chain just you know, just your average chain. And then there's a little shield on it that says, follow your heart, which mm. is engraved on there. This was a gift from someone to my mom. And then my mom gave it to me when I moved to England because she just wanted me to follow my heart. Mm. And that's always been her advice to me. So I used to wear that every day. You'd never see me without that necklace on, mm. but it's so worn now. And I feel like it's going to fall I off. I love that it was given to your mom and then it's now given to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. really nice. These earrings I have seen before, they tell a good story. They made me laugh a lot. Yeah. So these earrings are from a brand called Tasaki. I got them when I was in Japan. They are pearl earrings with these gold spikes around them. And I always just liked the contrast of the soft pearl with the Mm. hard, sharp edge. And I always feel like that's kind of what I'm like. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Yeah. Like I wear these when I'm like, I usually wear these to dinner. I usually wear them on dates Dates, when I'm like in a mood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When it's like, I'm nice, but 
I am also not. <laughs> Naughty or nice, hey. <laughs> it's kind of like that vibe. I think they're beautiful. Thank it's you. nice because you see a lot of pearl jewelry that's quite soft, but the, yeah, those kind of yeah. hard edges are spikes. Agree. Are really, really lovely. And your final piece? My final piece is my Cartier watch, which I have a love-hate relationship because I never know if I should have, I don't know, sometimes I think I should have got the gold one or mm. the silver, mm -hmm. but I got gold and silver. But it works for me because I mix metals all the time. Like yeah. I'm, I'm mixing metals today with my rings, but I do love this watch. I bought this watch in Paris. God, I'm so, I sound like such a jet setter. I'm not. I mean, I am, but I'm not. It's not who I am. I know, I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like being at home, but I feel like, again, with jewelry, you kind of do get it when you're going away or to remind yourself of, you know. Absolutely. Who gets a piece of jewelry like. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> at, at, yeah. Who's doing that? You know what I mean? So hopefully a lot of Daisy customers. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> that's a bit different. That's a bit different. But yeah, this, this is like a, a bigger piece, I guess I would say. Yeah. So I got that. There. I mean, to say that you have a Cartier watch, it's, it's pretty banging. It's cool, right? It's, it's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. So sticking with kind of significant pieces, and I, what I'm going to try and get is any like cringeworthy jewelry ick moments that you might have like can you remember the first piece of jewelry that you thought was super cool and you wore it all the time and now you look back and go oh my god I'd I'm, never wear that ever I'm again I'm trying to go back in my archives of my brain but I've thought of some yeah yeah like <laughs> like I was thinking about this as well and it's and they, they've come back around right do you remember those like chokers yes that, like plasticky things yeah that's not even an ick it's a cool they're cool now and and th yeah there's so many those, there's so many things like that yeah I had those but I think actual ick moments mm -hmm. I don't even want to discuss and they used to be in style, so I don't even, like, don't judge. But just remember Zara, they used to have those huge, chunky necklaces. Yes. Like, I had this huge, yellow, chunky, but everyone had it. Yes. I had a, there was a lot of rope. Pick, rope. Chunky rope with the big, just like big, huge things. statement necklaces. This yeah. was huge. Mm -hmm. This was like, and it's perfect to wear this white t-shirt with a statement <laughs> necklace. Like, you definitely made a statement. Like a long ring of like beads. Long. Sometimes we tie them in a knot and be like, Ooh, oh my God. Go. I used to have that, but they were like wooden beads. <laughs> They're not okay. Right. So many things that I thought, oh, this would look nice over a t-shirt or like, you know, super long. Yeah. Very big. Yeah. <laughs> not Compared to what you're wearing today. Yeah. Very delicate. Yeah. Very fine. Very fine. Yes. Sparkly as well. Yes. What would you say is your go-to piece that makes you feel like you? Snake chain. Really? Daisy snake chain, yeah. That's nice. You're wearing it today. I'm wearing it today. I'm wearing the short snake chain. I love our snake chains. And I love the snake chain because that very same meeting that we've, that we've spoken about, I was wearing a necklace very similar to our snake chain that was handed down to me by my grandmother when she passed away. She left it to me in her will. She's got a, she had a lot of granddaughters, so we all each got a piece of jewelry. Um, and I'd never worn it. I don't know why I decided to wear it that day because I always felt like it was quite close to my neck and it just made me feel a bit claustrophobic. But I decided to wear it that day and it was really thin, much thinner than the one that we've done and it had these stars printed in it. And you clocked it straight away and you said, we've got to do something like that. That's amazing. 
and the fact that the collection was about heirlooms exactly it made so much sense and I remember thinking oh my god and I, I went yeah yeah sure thinking, I don't know I don't know where how how to do this but we did it yeah and, and so I love that there is so much serendipity with things like that I mean if you're spiritual like do you think that was her I mean just think about it you're gonna get me going. Just think about. Oh, you're gonna. Oh gosh. No, no, no. You know it's so yeah. special, and mm-hmm. it's become one of our best sellers. You know. Yeah. By the way, I posted a vlog, and some I didn't have any jewelry on, and someone was like, "You look so weird without any of your Daisy jewelry on." And I was like, "That's probably the first vlog where I haven't worn any really? jewelry in like four years." Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's people notice it, you know. Mm-hmm. And even my friends, if I don't wear earrings, they're like. Your earlobes are showing. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I do just take everything off for a reset. And I'm trying to figure out what the next phase of my jewelry is going to be. Like, mm-hmm. I think I might bust out the T-bar again. I love the T-bar. That's got to be in your edit. Yeah, that's going to be in my yeah, edit for sure. be in the edit. Yeah. Thinking about your next look, your next jewelry look. Christmas is around the corner. Mm. Have you got a piece on your wish list or... Whether it's a new pair of big hoops or like something with loads of stones on it, can you think of what is your next jewelry wish list piece? Like a non jewelry, non like a non Daisy. Could piece. be anything, a type of piece. What What are you thinking in your head that you kind of? Need? I want diamonds, 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 and I've been saying to Daisy that I want to do a fine jewelry range. <laughs> Hello, because I want bling in my life. Do people want a fine yes. jewelry range from Daisy? They do. Oh, the camera's nodding. The camera's nodding. <laughs> they definitely do. Okay. I've been angling for this for so long now. But now I, I just like little dainty with like gemstones mm-hmm. and diamonds. Like I'm into that right now. Mm. I want a little sparkle. But mm. what's next on my wish list? It's tough because I have all my pieces. Mm-hmm. Someone tried to buy me a piece of jewelry as a gift for my birthday. And they said, what do you want? And I I don't, I don't want for anything. <laughs> We have it all. Yeah. But, you know, at big hoops, they're always fun. Yeah. And especially since I cut my hair, I think I want to get a hoop that goes down to the length of my hair. Right. Oh, my God. You know, someone mentioned to me, you remember our snake chain earrings? Mm-hmm. That we went, don't do them anymore. I know we don't do them, but mm. the person was like, those were the best earrings. They were. So. What do you want? What's the next big piece of jewelry that I want? Well, I always like chunky pieces. So I'm, I I love chunky rings. You know, I always wear the big chunky yeah. rings. That's why I love the dome ring. Love the dome ring. Maybe just some more like everyday staples. Like I said, because I just I just put the same jewelry on. Yeah. I like the ones that... These guys are getting tangled up. I'm wearing two kind of pendant necklaces yeah. and it's, it's, it's too much faff. Oh, I just had a thought as you were saying that. Mm-hmm. My chain rings, that's something I hardly ever take off. Mm. But I did today. But I had a chain ring on for my chain collections for like months. I never took it off. I love my you chain can't ring. feel that you've got them on. They're like the naked ring. That's good. We'll rename them. Actually, yeah, that is pretty The good. naked ring. So what is coming up next for you in Estee Lalonde's world? Well, I've launched my own beauty brand. I know. Um, I'm a big fan of the oil. Thank you. Which ran out recently. So oh, if you I'll ever... get you a new one. Okay, cool. You should have said I would have brought one. So that's our bestseller. So the brand is called Mirror Water all about self-reflection and just taking that downtime. So that's a big focus for me, obviously, hopefully launching in a retailer soon. (gasps) Stay tuned. Hopefully soon before Christmas. Exciting. I don't know. (laughs) And just working on that and just still my content, like still creating content. And I haven't got my brain around TikTok, but I love TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I'm moving. 
You are? I am moving. Amazing. Yeah, I'm moving. Out of London, staying in London? Still in London. Okay. And I'm moving in November. Amazing. So I'm very excited about that, just gearing up to that new lifestyle change. Great. There's a garden. Oh, praise be. Yeah. And so that's pretty much on my mind. I'm I'm a busy bee for Mm. sure. We can talk about what we have got coming up. Great. So what we decided to do, we've designed so many collections. Recap, four collections. So much goes into that. So many drawings, so many sketches, so many tweaks, so many samples. And then we curate the collections. Yeah, like we get sometimes three times the amount of pieces we need sampled Mm. and we have to narrow it down. So that's the best part for you, isn't it? You put it all on and it's like... Okay, I'm going to wear every single one of these pieces. So there's always some pieces that we discussed. There's got to be some ones that slip through the net. So what we decided to do is choose some of those pieces, get the audience to vote for which ones they wanted to see for sale this Christmas. So I'm pretty sure the vote's probably already been done by the time this goes out. Okay. So right now, people can buy some limited edition pieces. Fantastic. Which is exciting. I I wanna know who won, but you will know who won by the time. I know. It's like confusing. It is confusing. (laughs) So we've got that coming up, which is exciting. Yeah, Um, that's always fun. And I must say like, I'm usually right. Just kidding, I'm I'm not, I'm always wrong. But sometimes the pieces that I think are gonna be the best sellers, they're not, Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Sometimes I'm like, there is no way I am putting my name to that. That is not going to work. And then somehow I get convinced. I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. And then that'll be the best seller. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so hard to determine. So that's why I think the vote was such a good idea because we can see what people yeah. wanted because we don't usually get that input. Mm. Yeah, it's so nice. Okay, so before you go, I'm going to finish with some quick fire questions. Easy ones, silver or gold? Gold. Huggies or hoops? Huggies. Chunky or delicate? Delicate. Mm. Delicate with a mix of chunk. <laughs> Clothes or jewelry? Jewelry, for sure. I never know what to wear. I, I have no sense of fashion. <laughs> you I, do. I don't. It's ridiculous when you say this. You're so well-dressed. I'm not. <laughs> I hate all of my clothes. I feel like I never look good in anything. I just like to be comfortable, and I just like hope it works. I genuinely do not have a clue about the clothes. Well, you pull it off. You're blagging it very well. Okay. Money or jewelry? In my pocket? Or what are we talking about here? Money or jewelry? Uh, Money. (laughs) To buy more jewelry? To buy more jewelry. Right. One daisy piece you'd save in a fire. This is a rogue one. Okay. But it's those square hoops. Not rectangular hoops. From the new collection? From the new collection. Oh, I'm wearing them. Yes. Yeah. I love those. Yeah, I love them. What are they called again? I always forget. That's square. There's always one that we're like, what is that called again? I think we literally called them square hugging hoops or something. And there's so many pieces that it is is hard to remember the name of everything now Mm -hmm. at this stage. I can tell you the name of anything from the first two, three collections, but the fourth is it's getting a bit foggy. But I love those earrings. Mm. They're naked earrings. They are. I sleep in them. Yeah. Yeah. I never take them out. The two sizes, I've got them both in. Yeah. Uh, This is meant to be quick fire, but sorry. Last one. I'll never leave the house without. Effie. Ah. I'll never leave the house without my eyebrows on. Good answer. Literally, I barely have eyebrows as it is. Really? I can't. I will not be seen without eyebrow gel. I mean, I'll walk the dog without eyebrow gel on. But like, even if I'm having a no makeup day, I put my eyebrow gel on. Well, they look great. 
Thank you very much. Right, so 20% off your edit. Yeah. You've chosen the pieces or you're going to choose the pieces. I think I know what's going to be in your edit anyway. Okay. So for all of our listeners, they can get 20% off your chosen edit. What would you like the discount code to be? EL20. To get 20% off on the edit. Estee, okay. you've been amazing. Oh, don't I have to tell people what the edit is? Okay. I, can, I want to tell you now. Oh, okay, you can tell us a few pieces. Snake chain, T-bar, goddess medallion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe those rectangular earrings mm-hmm. and dome ring. Okay. Fab. Great. 20% off Estee's chosen jewelry edit. Happy um, shopping. Love Thank- a 20% discount. Of course. Makes a difference. It really, really, really does. For- Gifting, stock up for Christmas. Everyone loves to get gifts of jewelry for Christmas. Everybody does. That's a good deal. Okay, Estee, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me for our first ever podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to listen to the rest of the episodes. Can we get a teaser of who's up next? Nope. Oh, I usually can get some info out of you, but today, no. (laughs) Not giving anything away. Thank you so much, Estee. It's always nice to see you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Homegrown Daisy. I hope you've been inspired to start telling your own story with your jewellery and build on your Daisy collection. If you'd like to keep up to date, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, or join our mailing list for the latest offers and news. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love you to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts and help build our Daisy chain. Join us next time for another episode of Homegrown Daisy. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.